0: this week on the podcast we are out with the old and in with the new only the people that listen to today's podcast will be on the inside of what i'd say at the very least the next six months of 91 octane is going to look like it's time for an experiment let's start the show five four three one go a freaking monster <laughs> welcome to 91 octane i am john and today there are no headlines there isn't a particular structure to this show like there usually is Things are going to be a lot different, a little different, somewhat different going forward, and some of you might not like it, um, some of you might, I don't know, uh, I guess all I want to say up to this point is thank you to everyone who has stuck around for the last almost five years, I think we're going on now, four years and change, um, And I welcome you to join me on sort of the next chapter of 91 Octane, which we'll get into shortly. But if it's not your thing, I understand, Um, you know, there's a lot of content out there. You can pick and choose whatever you'd like. But at the very least, I do want to thank you for participating and joining and engaging up to this point Um, if this ends up being your last podcast, right? If it doesn't, if you continue to join me and if you enjoy the next chapter of 91 Octane, I am ecstatic. Um, so a a few of things have led to this change, uh, some old ideas, some new ideas, uh, but let's get into it. Let's, let's first start with sort of the journey of 91 Octane. And originally this started as a passion project and still very much is a passion project. But it started as a passion project that um, originated from sort of being tired of our 9 to 5s. And I know I'm speaking by myself nowadays, but when this started, it actually started with a friend of mine, Randy. So he actually reached out to me was like, hey, I'm thinking of starting a podcast. You and I talk about cars all the time. You want to give it a shot. I'm like, hell yeah, I'm game. I'm down for sure. Uh, I've always wanted to do stuff like this in college. uh, I had a live internet show called Double Dose of Nonsense with a roommate and friend and brother of mine, a fraternity brother of mine. Um... In which we had a live show every Tuesday. But anyway, I digress. The point is I I enjoy doing this type of stuff. And the more and more we get into our professional careers, you know, into our jobs, our occupations that keep us alive. Right. We we start growing with families and, you know, getting more responsibilities. uh, We sort of start moving away from the creative side of things a little bit or just life naturally takes us away from that. So this was a way in sort of continuing to flex that muscle. This is in in no way means we're good at it. And I am in no way saying I am good at this. Anyone literally anyone can do what I'm doing. It really just takes, you know, buying some mics off of Amazon and a little reading and planning and you've got yourself a show. So there's, you know, nothing super great about this, but. Uh I guess there is one thing that's great about it in that you know it keeps uh sort of the side of your brain that might not get used in your day job you know a little a, a little more polished a little more fulfilled so I would say that's what this was and that's why it started and originally um you know we were just winging it uh we didn't really know what the format of the show was going to be I had some ideas Randy had some ideas. We didn't know if we wanted to be a guest podcast. We kind of wanted to formulate it more like a radio show. So we were working out a lot of segments, segments and, you know, workshopping different ideas. Certain things worked, certain things didn't. We started trying to introduce guests just to get practice on interviewing and engaging and even in some cases how to work with uh, you know, guests that aren't comfortable on a microphone, they don't feel like sharing a lot. So I in the journey, we've learned a ton, right? I mean, it's not difficult by any means, like I said, but we I've learned a ton in the last four years just you know, on podcasting and you know, internet algorithms and SEO marketing and all these different things. So, um, despite initially just wanting a place, a community where we could talk about our interests and our cars and our passions and sort of catalog our journeys through the automotive world, uh, I actually ended up reaching a lot of different areas and a lot of different people that inspired me to take different approaches with the show. One idea that I had very early on, um, and this was probably discussed before we even recorded our first episode, is I've always enjoyed kind of like the Mad Magazine, the National Lampoon, sort of the Onion type of uh, media, which is satirical news media, essentially, um, at least in the on-, on the Onion side. Uh, Mad Magazine and National Lampoon are more so really just satire in every different form. And initially, what I wanted to do was bring that to the car world. I don't know if the car world has an appetite for it, but I do, right? And so if you're going to take on an endeavor, why not do something that you enjoy doing? And so that was not initially an idea. I wrote skits. um, I wrote even different type of articles that kind of fit that same shape. Um, but ultimately, it was just a lot of work to keep up for two people, um, at least at the time, right? We didn't really, I wasn't really plugged into tools. And honestly, the world hadn't advanced enough in, the, in terms of a lot of the technology, even just five years ago, to make it easier for two people to essentially prop up a, a, a magazine, right? And of course, two people couldn't do a full on magazine. How how you would see like a motor trend that publishes new articles every day. Uh, but at least at a smaller scale, right, at, as a passion project, it can be achieved now. Back then, it was a lot harder. Obviously, this was my idea also. It was something that I was passionate about. Uh, Randy had his own ideas of how he wanted to approach the podcast. And so we sort of met in the middle. And I sort of let go of the national lampoon, this sort of sat- satirical side of things a little bit. And we focused more on covering the current culture, covering current news, um, and even historical events and stories that are car-related and happen to us. Of course, the stories that happen to us, I mean, within the first probably 100 episodes, we were able to cover most major stories. Now, throughout the podcast, you learn that You know, certain events, certain uh, news articles, whatever pieces of information are flying your way can trigger different stories in your head. So there's always there's an unlimited, you know, amount of stories that you can tell that you experience in your life. I mean, with my 35 years on this earth, um, you know, you accumulate a lot of adventure, right, that you can retell, especially being so involved in the car world for so long um but still you know kind of the the catalog of what you can recall immediately gets exhausted pretty quick historical events can go on forever so i enjoyed covering that um but then it very soon got to a point where you know all we were doing was covering current events and then having some fun with some games we did games and stuff every once in a while which i really enjoyed um but i think uh as 91 Octane changed at the beginning of this year uh, when Randy left the show I was sort of given an opportunity to kind of create my own brand of 91 Octane kind of introduce my ideas as I saw them Um, and initially I was trying to work out uh, a model that I could repeat easily because my concern was as soon as Randy left I was worried like okay now I have to do the lifting of two people with one person. I do have a day job. This is going to be hard. How do I put a formula together that will let me replicate it consistently and not really be too much more work than it was previously? Honestly, that was what I was focused on, focusing on, focusing on. And when you approach things at least when you approach your hobbies and I'm speaking for myself here when I approach my hobbies from such a like strategic direction I put aside having fun I put aside doing what I what I enjoy because a lot of times those things require a lot of time they require a lot of effort they require a lot of heavy lifting that I wasn't prepared to do and so what happened over the last what is it? Eight months now. Um, I sort of experimented on doing different things. I started engaging guests a little more. Um, so having a few more guests on the podcast, like Ross Bentley, and then I had Carlos and Carla, uh, Carla's coming on actually soon. Um, you know, I've got, we've got a a ton of people going back to Jaime and, Started stretching my legs a little bit farther in terms of what we what we were gonna do with guests, and I realized through that process that I enjoy much more, like a thousand times more, being on the mic talking to somebody. I know right now I'm talking to you guys, and I love doing that, but there's no feedback, right? So I ha- I'm I'm over here assuming what someone might say. And that, that helps me carry the conversation forward. That's, that's how I approach this conversation, right? I'm having essentially having a conversation with myself. That sounds crazy, but any, but anyway, so I'm talking to myself, I'm responding to myself in my head, but it's one sided, right? It's my experiences, my perspectives. It's, it's not anything new. Um, and I'll stop short of saying it's boring. Uh, I'll leave that opinion to you guys, but what I'll say is that it's, it's one flavor, right? And whenever a conversation has one flavor, whether it be by yourself or in a group of people, it's, it doesn't really, it doesn't really pop off, so to speak, right? When there's a a conversation happening with five people and five people interacting perfectly together and contributing to the conversation, that's the ideal, right? But you can do that with two people, and on a podcast, I would say two people is probably the sweet spot. And so I enjoyed talking to people a lot more on the podcast. And uh, the difficult part of that is setting up timing and scheduling and making sure that, um, you know, it, it works out and that I have the episode ready for when it needs to be published. But the biggest obstacle for me wasn't actually that. The biggest obstacle for me is that. I enjoyed much, much more having my guests on the podcast live. It's just a lot easier to have a conversation um, with a person live, right? You, you, mannerisms come off differently. It's easier to to capture facial expressions. It's just easier to understand the state of a person. Um, so it felt like it was more fun. So it almost felt like a requirement to me. And that was the obstacle I needed to get past. And so I got a job. Actually, my day job is a remote job. And I've had to invest a lot of time in get, getting to know people through my laptop, through remote, remote communication. And that's when I started realizing that I was holding on to a challenge that I didn't need to hold on to. Um, I think we live in a world now where, like I said, technology has advanced immensely, and I can have a remote podcast with someone across the world, and it'd be fine. And that opens my options immensely in terms of who can be on the podcast, who's going to say yes, who's going to say no, I don't know, but now I can ask people in... All over the United States, I can ask people from Guatemala, I can ask people from Europe, I can I can go anywhere in terms of sourcing guests. So, if you're listening to this and you have an idea of who you'd want to see on the show, let me know. Because now we're working on that. I think uh, I'm going to make a, a, a definitely a bigger effort. I'm not going to say, I'm going to stop shor- short of saying that every episode is going to have a guest. Because realistically, sometimes that's very difficult to achieve by yourself right granted I don't have a team of people doing this behind me at least not yet but um but I think it's something that uh that you know at least for the most part we can do every once in a while maybe we'll have a dead week or maybe we'll have one of these filler episodes where I'm letting you know how I'm actually planning things But, uh, but yeah, we're going to put a, put a bigger focus on guests. I I'm, I'm, you know, despite being an introvert and I am very much an introvert, I am a people person, uh, for sure. I, I enjoy having conversation at least about the things that I like, um, rather than really just talking about the news, right? Like motor trend does that car and driver already does that. There are plenty of outfits that already read you the news, right? you know, why, why come to me about it? Right. It, it's, I understand maybe it's, I was consolidating news in a specific way that maybe worked out for you. And in that case, I am really, truly sorry, uh, because things are changing in that regard. I'm not saying I'm not covering current events, but I'm going to be covering them a little differently. So I, I mentioned that some of the original idea of 91 octane was sort of to be a national lampoon for cars. And that's sort of the direction that I'm going in. So if any of you are familiar with The Onion, National Lampoon, Mad Magazine, when it was still around. I don't even know if it's still around, actually, because I read it when I was a lot younger. Um, Imagine that, but for cars. Um, I don't... To be honest, I haven't seen a lot of other companies do this. So it could be that something that just doesn't work. I'm surprised that it hasn't happened before, but or maybe it has and I just haven't found it. There's somebody else kind of buried, you know, somewhere in Maine and we just haven't discovered them yet. And it could be that they're they're doing the same thing. I'd be happy to find other people that are doing the same thing cuz I need to learn. But anyway, so basically, it's uh making fun of the current events. That's essentially what uh what lampooning is, right? Using sarcasm and roasts um and observations to kind of make fun of whatever the current events are or exaggerate them. And then it'll become more obvious as you see the posts for Instagram starting when this episode goes live. So if you're listening to later in the week or months from now, um, it's already changed significantly. Um, and I, and that's sort of the, going back to the roots, going back to what I enjoy and going back to having fun. Um, for me, social media, that's, I don't have like my own personal account and I have no intention of doing that. Really, I, the only reason I enjoy social media is because it provides a platform to promote this podcast, the brand, and everything that I've discovered through it. So I'm going to maintain that. You know that it's we sell a little merch and some coffee as well. And so now we're the wheels are spinning, although slowly they are moving. This change could completely disrupt that and change things. You know complete 180 and ruin everything and then I end up losing it over the next six months and the reason why I put a six-month timeline on this is we don't know if it'll work right maybe we'll need to go back to the previous formula maybe we'll you know we're we'll it's it needs to be modified a certain way but that's essentially how I have approached 91 octane since the start you know um it might not be as obvious because I don't think we ever really put a lot of effort in sort of documenting our planning and letting people see what went into planning 91 octane but i mean we went from we went from a podcast that covered a lot of uh a lot of like uh, car shows and car meets we spent a lot of time doing that in the first year then we moved through sort of the to the track side of things that was probably the the first big transition moving from the street scene over to the track scene. Um, cause initially it was very much, I was like at a show every weekend. Uh, you know, we were talking about the local events and I was getting guests through these events, through people we knew. Um, and then it quickly, I became very track focused. Um, that's all I really wanted to do. That felt like my calling. Um, and so we transitioned over to covering track life a little more. And now I could talk about the racing I watched a little more. So we spent a little more time doing that. Um, And then we started introducing like historical segments. That was probably another big transition talking about um, automotive history and profiling legends. That was probably like year three. Um, And we started profiling people who did either infamous things or famous things in racing And now, um, another transition, now this one I'm plugging you into, is moving into sort of a satirical automotive news site. I actually firmly believe, I'm putting a timeline on it because it's sort of what I'm used to. You know, you want to make sure that you check in every six months, and if it is being successful, do the things that you're doing right, and erase the things that you're doing wrong, and adjust, right? But I do believe that if 91 octane is to move forward this is the best way for it to move forward because i'm having fun a lot of the stuff that i'm going to be doing i actually do like at home with the wife like in it's things that we do too whenever we see news or verstappen docu- uh, dominating in f1 or certain crashes in nascar we have opinions about those events and then we come up with some creative way to express that and that's essentially what I'm going to be doing um and I'm really 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 excited about it um I've been planning this for probably like the last six weeks or so I've been going back and forth like is this a stupid idea is this a good idea Shouldn't I be working on my cars instead? You know, should I just should I just let ninety one octane go and not really focus on it as a media page, just sort of use it as a journal for my automotive journey and not actually provide any other entertainment beside that? I mean, there were a hundred things that I was deliberating whether, you know, I should move forward like this or not. Ultimately I decided that, you know, despite loving cars as a hobby. Um, there's still a huge creative component to how to think about that information that I didn't want to let go. And that's why we're here. So the future of 91 Octane, and like I mentioned earlier, you guys are going to be on the inside of that. Because a lot of the things with satire is that for, for unsuspecting people, for people who don't know, a lot of the things that are going to be said might actually, they might actually take as real truths. We've seen people fall for onion articles all the time. And that's sort of the intention with this as well. Not everything is going to be in that vein, but there's going to be a lot of that as part of this change. So you guys who know that this change is happening are going to know what you're looking at, but I'm very interested in the reactions of the people that don't know, or maybe don't listen to the podcast. Cause I know there's plenty of people that doesn't don't listen to the podcast that are on Instagram, um, and people that watch the YouTube that don't even know I have an Instagram and don't even know there's a podcast. There's some crossover, but not everyone crosses over. So I'm gonna be very interested in in <laughs> in finding out, you know, who falls for it, who doesn't. And I'm also working through sort of like the the legal side of satire, right? I think when you parody and satire things, a lot of it is open game, but there are some conditions and I'm not aware of those. So I'm actually looking into a lot of that right, a lot of that copyright law, a lot of that stuff to see how much I can get away with. I mean, worst case, I got a cease and desist letter from somebody and that I'll frame it and then just take whatever that post is down um, and move on. I, I don't imagine I'll get sued immediately. I'm probably jinxing myself, knock on wood. But, um, you know, that's a, that's a direction that, uh, we're moving in. Um, and, and with that, there are a lot of other things that I'm not going to mention yet. Like, uh, a lot of people, for some reason, it's been coming up a lot. Um, I believe in sort of manifesting, right? In sort of, you say something and you put it out in the universe and it'll happen. I, for some reason, have a very hard time believing that and following that philosophy. I feel like if you say it, like your brain kind of thinks you've already done it. And therefore, you don't work at it as hard. But then there's also like if you say it, you're kind of locked into doing it. And people can call you out for not doing it. So it also traps you into doing it. So I guess in that way, it kind of might be sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy prophecy in that regard and making sure people keep you accountable. I don't know. I'm rambling now, but I do know that, you know, the past six weeks we've planned the transition of the website. I've built a new website that's going live tomorrow. Um, I've already got all the posts for this week, ready to go. I have a schedule that I'm going to follow, right? It's not going to be every day, but you know, during the week we're going to work on stuff and, you know, videos and posts and things like that. Um, and you know, we, you know, from that, depending on how good that goes, you know, we'll approach YouTube a little differently. We'll approach maybe Cafe Carrera a little differently. Uh, Maybe we'll approach the merchandise a little differently, who knows, but the planning will continue. And the good thing is that the podcast numbers have been steadily growing, which is good. Now, unfortunately, whenever you pivot from something that people are following for, for a reason, you're going to lose some people and you might have to start over. And I, you know, as I mentioned earlier, thank you for listening up to now. If this doesn't work for you going forward, no hard feelings. Um, I wish you a great life and hopefully you'll circle back sometime in the future. Um, but I get it. You know, I think if it happened to me, right, if, if I I. Per, I personally would enjoy this this is why i'm doing it but let's say i'm listening to uh you know the smoking tire for the, with the content that they have and then all of a sudden they turn into some sort of variety show that i'm not really into I'm um, i might not follow i get it i get it right these changes might might drive some people away but i'm hoping that for the most part it actually entertains you and keeps you busy i mean a lot of the podcast Is not going to change as much as the front facing media. So, like Instagram, the website, YouTube. Um, But the podcast is going to have a very big focus on guests and a big focus on entertainment as well, right? We're going to, I think we're going to work out on like games and talking about some of the headlines that we've posted on Instagram with our guests, as well as, you know, talking about the guests and interviewing them as well. But it's going to be, the whole intention is for it to be more fun, right? For it to be enjoyable, for it to go back to us chatting in the garage versus me yelling at you through a microphone, much like I'm doing now. So that's the plan. That's, essentially what we're going to do and that is the reason why i haven't worked on any of my cars for the last six weeks because i've been devoting a lot of energy to this and yeah you'll you guys will be as sad as i am to know that you know the the blown engine race car is still sitting in the garage the engine hasn't been removed there's a reason for that and that i got invited to uh to an event um beamer invasion uh and they wanted the race car out there and if I take the motor out and start doing all that work, I'm not going to have it ready by September, which is in, you know, let's say 20 days is from the event. I I'll have it ready to take it to this event um, comfortably. So the car does start now. The motors hurt, but it starts and runs. I could probably get it on the trailer, get it there, you know, easily then bring it back. And then at that point, start working on the car i'm very much i i very much realize that I'm just using this as an excuse to be lazy and not work on it, but then also it has allowed it allowed me to work on all the ninety one octane stuff so that's real right the e ninety two m three it was all the misfire stuff was fixed, so the powertrain is good i think right now what I need to work on is putting all the things that I bought to sort of make the version two of the car uh very subtle changes new wheels um i got to repaint the rear spoiler the uh the carbon fiber the clear coat on the carbon fiber is all burnt up so i need to fix that i've got a new front lip going in um i got to repaint the front bumper um i am going to keep it the same color i was looking into wrapping it but honestly from some of the quotes i got it almost doesn't make sense to wrap it. I almost rather pay to get it repainted. It was like $3,000, $3,500 to wrap the car. I'm like, ah, I think I'd rather just paint the car. Um, I wouldn't want to paint it any different color, but to reshoot it fresh, I think it would look good. I don't plan on doing that now. I'm just gonna fix the front bumper because the last person that repainted that bumper did a horrible job. So I'm gonna try to fix it myself. Uh, And I'll probably say, you know, eight months after that, that the person that painted it then also did a horrible job. But at least I'll know myself. But I haven't done any of that. And the E30, the new E36 M3, the streetcar, hasn't really been touched as well. I bought a a new battery for it, been driving around, been making a list of everything that needs changing. And I've put a list, I guess, shopping carts together of everything that I need to get it to a decent enough shape for paint. Um, that's going to be the, the next step for that car. It it definitely is going to get painted. Um, but basically what I'm saying is there's a lot of work to do a lot of work. And if I want to be ready for next year, uh, next year's Beamer challenge season, I'm going to need to get moving pretty quickly here. The fortunate side of not doing anything other than 91 octane stuff for the last six weeks, maybe even just four or five weeks. Is that it's hot as hell so working in the garage right now is not comfortable Um, so i'm okay with with not wrenching right now, but I am getting a little eager and anxious About getting in the garage and more so because I want to go drive. That's really it. I don't like working on cars I really don't I do it because I have to I do it because that's the only way Or that's the best way to for me to get out on track like learning every single piece of the car. It makes sense It's also cheaper to do it that way But, man, yeah, being in the garage and wrenching is not my favorite thing to do. First favorite, driving. Second favorite, documenting it and putting it on Instagram and stuff. And third is working on it. And third is last. There's nothing else. I guess cleanup, other than wrenching, cleanup. Actually, I kind of enjoy cleanup. Just put on some music, you know, and kind of slowly put things back where they belong, yeah, cleanup is not too bad, unless it's like a major oil spill, in which case I'll be cussing the whole time. But anyway, that's where we're at. Um, and I welcome you guys to join me on the nest- next adventure. Um, you know, Sorry for rambling on for, I don't know, half an hour now on sort of the future of 91 Octane. But I did want to plug you guys into. to sort of the thought process and the idea behind this adventure and sort of what you can expect going forward. It's kind of hard to explain it completely. Um, But as things roll out, you'll notice more and more what I meant by this message. So thank you for listening. Thank you for being on the inside of this change. Um, I hope you laugh just as hard as me when we finally get somebody to bite on a a satirical headline, uh, whatever it may be. Um, but I'm definitely looking forward to it. I am excited. I am reinvigorated. I'm not as bored as I was with just covering headlines every day. It's cool. I love, I love information. I'm constantly reading. I'm constantly reading new headlines. I have Google alerts for like every single brand and every single aftermarket that I would want to use aftermarket part maker that I would want to use. Um, but you know, what I realized is that it's already out there, right? And a lot of these places have their own podcasts as well. So how, how, how can we improve and improving at least the idea of improving? It's a theory, um, is just have more fun. And I encourage you guys to do the same, right? If you're, if of course, right. If you're trying to start some grand business, things are different, right? But I'm talking about your hobbies and your passion projects, right? Don't let them become, don't let them become chores because they are what keep us sane. Um, you know, you should, you should enjoy your life as much as possible. And that's where this is coming from as well. So, you know, if, uh, if you can do it right, if it's not a challenge to your life, pivot to something you enjoy, pivot to something you love. And sometimes that gets boring too. And then you can change and go to something new. But we'll figure it out together. And that's what I'm asking you to do here. So join me on the next chapter of 91 Octane. And if you don't, adios, no hard feelings. I wish you the bestest of lives. Um, But if you do return or decide to return, you are more then welcome. So that is our episode. You can find us at 91octane.com, new website. That is all letters, no numbers. Also, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Follow us on Instagram at 91octane. And if you want to send us any emails, info at 91octane.com. Go check out the new website. Engage on Instagram. Um do all the things subscribe like rate do do everything um that you can or want or are willing to do because it's going to help us uh in the in the long run and moving forward and if you feel so inclined to help further we do sell coffee and merch at 919.com slash shop so make sure you go check it out good night sammy sammy you are wrecking the car oh, shut up What are you doing? My friend got up. Don't tell me how to drive.